good afternoon, and good evening to whomever is listening at whatever time you are listening. My name is Cedric Turner, I'm your host, and this is the Speaking Preferably Over Real Topics in Sports, or for short, just Sports Podcast NBA Weekly Update. So I've decided to do a weekly update every Monday over the NBA season of NBA games from the previous week, okay? So in this first week of the NBA, we had 40 games in six days. A lot of NBA basketball was played, a lot of things to go over, but I'm trying to keep these episodes pretty short to about 25 minutes to 30 minutes, okay? It's just going to be me. We're just going to be talking about the NBA. We're going to be talking about certain things happening through the season, and I know y'all heard the theme song. That is my favorite NBA theme song from NBC, okay? When that song would come on, that would get me hype for the NBA, all right? So that's why I used it as the intro to this podcast, to these episodes, okay? First things first, we have to go out and we have to say it to Golden State fans, do not panic, okay? Don't panic. On my first episode of the sports podcast, I said for a fact, I did say this, Golden State would not make the playoffs. That is something that I'm staying to. That is something that I firmly believe. And these first three games have kind of proved me right, okay? I understand they played Milwaukee. I understand they played Brooklyn. But they played the Bulls, and it took a last-second shot to win that game. And they had to come back from 10 with two minutes left. And so I'm not trusting this Golden State team when their only player on that team is Steph Curry, okay? What – made the Golden State Warriors so beautiful in the era of Kevin Durant on that team is you cannot double team. You couldn't double team anybody. If you double team Steph, he's kicking it to KD, who's kicking it to Clay, who's hitting the three. If you double team Clay, he's kicking it to Steph, who's kicking it to KD, who's making the three. When you can't double team somebody and they have to go one-on-one, there's no one that can guard anybody in this league one-on-one, okay? Without Clay there, they can double-team Steph. Any team that plays Golden State can double-team Steph because you're not scared of anybody else on that team. I'm not scared of Oubre. I'm damn sure not scared of Andre Wiggins. I don't fear Draymond. I don't fear the rookie. There's no one on that team that you're scared of that when you're like, if I double off of him, he's going to hit a shot. They don't have that. So Golden State in a loaded, top-heavy West will not make the playoffs. I'm sorry, okay? They just won't. Lakers, Clippers, L.A. Nation, okay? Don't panic. Now, Biggest thing for me is I like what Frank Vogel is doing with LeBron's minutes, okay? First game, he played like 28. Second game, played 31. This last game, he played 26. That's the way you have to play him this year. He can't play a crazy amount of minutes this year. He just can't, okay? He's getting up there. Father time is undefeated. Father time is undefeated, okay? He's getting up there. He can't play crazy amount of minutes, okay? Last year, we talked about what he was doing and how he was doing it, and we're like, man, we haven't seen this from a guy to be at the top of his game. I want everybody to stop saying that, please, okay? Because Michael did it at 34, won his sixth title at 34, 
played all 82 games, averaged 39 minutes a game, and averaged 28 points, five rebounds, four assists, a steal and a half a game, and dominated, won MVP that year. So I don't want to hear that we've never seen it. Michael did it, okay? Michael did it. So I don't want to hear we've never seen it. Was it a great accomplishment? Yes. But please stop saying that we have never seen it because we have, okay? Great accomplishment. But again, I'm going to reiterate, he has to play between 28 and 30 minutes a game for the Lakers to really be a favorite in the West. If he plays more than that, his body's going to break down in the playoffs. Because let's not act like last year, the best thing that happened for the Lakers, as bad as it was, was COVID. Okay? Having that three-month layoff where LeBron could just rest and recuperate, when he came into the bubble, he looked like a man on a mission who was well-rested. And that is terrifying. But if he's coming off of a 72-game season and he's having to travel and go different places, I don't see him playing at that same level, okay? He's still going to be productive. He's still probably going to be the best player on the floor, but he's going to get tired. He's going to get very tired, okay? Frank Vogel, he can't play him more than 30, 30, 32 minutes a game. He has to be underneath that, okay? If you're a Laker fan, LeBron has to be underneath that threshold for you guys to have a real chance. Clippers, whoo, I'm not buying you guys, okay? <laughs> I'm not buying you guys at all. Oh, my goodness. I look at the Clippers, and I don't see it. Like, and this, I said this before they lost to 51 to Dallas. I, I just don't see it. I don't. Okay, Paul George looked like a man on a mission in the first two games, and then he looked like regular old Paul George against Dallas. 51, dude. He lost by 51, not on the road, not in Dallas, but at home. 51 at home. 77 to 27 at halftime. Dude, I quit watching. I quit watching, man. It was it was embarrassing. Like you can't Say I'm a title contender and lose a game like that. That is embarrassing. Okay? I'm not buying the Clippers. I'm sorry, man. I see them making it to the second round like they did last year, and they'll get beat by a team like Portland or Denver or Utah. I don't No, I'm not buying them. Okay? In the East, man, who would have thought Cleveland would be 3-0 and right now? Cleveland and Orlando. Wow. 3-0. <laughs> and That's crazy. Not buying either one of those teams, though. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, man. I'm not buying them at all. Cleveland has looked good. I'll give them that. Draymond, Andre Drummond, I'm sorry. Andre Drummond has looked amazing in his first three games. He's looked like a man on a mission. He wants that defensive player of the year. Got to be on a winning team, though. And I don't see Cleveland being a winning team, okay? Uh, teams in the East to not panic about. Milwaukee. Boston, Washington Wizards. Do not panic, okay? Westbrook is not missing the playoffs, all right? He's not missing the playoffs. Him and Bradley Bill are going to be really good together. We have to remember, these guys had a short offseason. They haven't got to work with each other that much. They haven't got to build that chemistry yet. 
once they find that niche, the Wizards are going to be a really good team, okay? Milwaukee's going to be really good. Boston's going to be really good. Boston badly misses Kimball Walker. Badly, okay? They need Kimball Walker to help Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. They, it frees them up to play more of their game, okay? Both of them can go get their own bucket, but both of them are catch-and-shoot kind of guys. Jason Tatum is getting very, very good at iso ball, but he's also very good at catch-and-shoot, and Kimball Walker can help stretch that because now if you add Kimba to that, you can't double off of either one, okay? Again, it's a Golden State thing. It's a, any great team. If you can't double-team their best player, it's going to be hard to beat them, okay? Jason Tatum is clearly their best player, and he's seeing a lot of double teams that Jalen Brown has been balling out, but they need that third guy. And they badly miss Kimball Walker, and they badly miss Brad Wanamaker. They should not have let him go. Okay, I love Jeff Teague, but Wanamaker was better for that team. Okay, Milwaukee. It's crazy to say that Middleton has been their best player. <laughs> he really has. Chris Middleton has been their best player. Giannis looked good against Boston, but Chris Middleton looked great against Boston. And Giannis, I love that he actually is attempting threes. That is my biggest thing right now. He's trying to develop his game. He's trying to extend his game so that people actually have to guard him. But I'm telling you right now, people are going to give him that shot all day, every day, because they still don't trust it, okay? You got to shoot at least 40% for me to trust that shot, okay? So Milwaukee will be fine. They'll be fine, okay? Giannis will do his thing. But I still don't trust them in the playoffs. I still need them to have another guy. Drew Holiday has looked really good, but Drew Holiday has to be a 20-point-a-night guy for them to be the favorite in the East. Brooklyn has looked amazing, but losing Spencer Dinwiddie for the season with a torn ACL, bad, bad loss, okay? That is going to hurt their team very badly because now you have to move Karis LeVert into the starting lineup, and Karis LeVert, is your best bench player. So now you kind of hurt your bench because now who's going to be scoring off the bench? Karis LeVert was your bench points. So if now you have to move him to the starting lineup, now you don't have that that freedom of sitting KD and, and Kyrie at the same time because you can have Spencer and Karis LeVert on the court together. You don't have that freedom anymore. So I want to see how Steve Nash is going to work this, but losing Spencer Dinwiddie – with that torn ACL is a very, very bad look, okay? They got, they're got they going to have to figure that out, okay? Miami, don't worry about Miami. Miami always does this. Miami always starts off a little slow, catch their rhythm, they go. Right now, I'm telling you, they got some snipers in Miami, man. Them dudes can shoot, so I'm not worried about Miami, okay? Charlotte has looked really good. I still have them in the playoffs. Terry Rozier has looked like Scary Terry this year, which is great. Uh, I feel like LaMelo will find his footing. It's the NBA, man. He's a rookie. It takes him a minute, okay? So he, he'll he find his footing. Gordon Hayward has been great for him. 20 points, 22 points, four rebounds, seven assists. What else do you want from the man, okay? He's a great facilitator. He's great with the ball in his hands. He's just part of winning basketball. Gordon Hayward will be great for them, and he will really help that team. I have Charlotte in the playoffs, okay? 
another team that I said this earlier, and people thought I was crazy for saying it. Toronto will not make the playoffs. The Raptors will not make the playoffs this year. When your second best player on your team is Kyle Lowry, or even if somebody wants to say it's Fred Van Pleet, both of them are barely six foot. They're not making the playoffs, man. They're not. Um, if they do, I will eat all the crow in the world. But I don't have them making the playoffs at all, okay? This starting off 0-2, people are saying, well, it's just a fluke. No, that's kind of how they're going to be all year, okay? Marcus Saul is a big loss. Serge Ibaka was a big loss. They're not going to make the playoffs this year, okay? Just like over in the West, Spurs, I love you. I love Popovich. They're not making the playoffs, okay? They started off early. They started off really good. They're not making the playoffs either, okay? I don't trust that team. When your best player is DeMar DeRozan and he can't shoot a three, I don't trust that team, okay? They're not making the playoffs at all. Philly. Philly has got to the point to where if I'm a head coach, I'm benching Ben Simmons until he starts taking jump shots. That is ridiculous, dude. Like, you are an NBA player. You get paid to play a game. And when you go into the offseason, what are you working on? What is he working on? Because he's clearly not working on his jump shot. Because Giannis came out and has taken so many threes. And Ben Simmons has yet to take one. What is he working on in the offseason? That tells me right there that he's basically saying, fuck the trend. I'm not going to learn this shot. I don't need this shot. Yes, you do, Ben. If I'm Doc Rivers, I'm sitting Ben Simmons down and saying, look, dude, I don't care if you make them. You have to attempt them. If you don't start shooting at least three to four threes a game, you're going to the bench. I would bench him. He needs to understand this is the NBA now. If you can't shoot a three, you become one-dimensional and you become very guardable in this NBA. I know people are like, man, he's walking triple-double. He's averaging 16, 10, and 11, whatever, whatever, whatever. Who cares, dude? When he gets in the playoffs, people guard him like they guard Giannis. They build a wall, say, make that jump shot. We know you won't because you're trash. I would bench him until he understands you need to work on that damn jump shot. It is horrible. It is offensive. You're paying him way too much money for him to be in the offseason not working on that damn jump shot. It is bullshit, okay? Jason Kidd went from not being able to make a jump shot to being a top 10 three-point shooter. Not make a jump shot to a top 10 three-point shooter. That is the difference in somebody who wants to be great and somebody who thinks that they earned it. He has earned nothing. Make him a better player or bench him, okay? That is my rant on that situation because that is so annoying to me because Ben Simmons could be such a great player player generational type talent if he would work on his three-pointer in the fucking offseason it's ridiculous okay man i'm sorry that took me off a little bit (laughs) but when you look in the west the west man 
There's a couple teams in the West you do not trust. All right? You do not trust these teams in the West, okay? And I'll let you know the teams right now in the West not to trust. Don't trust the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota does this every year. So does Sacramento. They both do this every year. They start off really good in the beginning of the season when teams are trying to catch their footings and they're coming out and they're attacking them and they're doing well. They do this every year. And then about game 30, they fall off a cliff and we never we never hear from them again. Okay, so don't trust Sacramento. Don't trust Minnesota. Neither one of those teams are making the playoffs. They, they both do this. I don't trust a team led by Cat. I'm sorry, man. I I understand everything that he lost through COVID, and he is a wonderful human being. But on the basketball court, I don't trust him. I'm sorry. I just don't. He doesn't seem to be the guy that wants it like that. I don't, I don't trust him. So do not trust Minnesota. Do not trust Sacramento. Okay? Houston, trust that. All right? Because Houston has a big problem in James Harden. They have to find some way to get rid of him, and good teams don't want him because he's bad for chemistry. So you have to find some way to get rid of him. If not, I kind of feel like Stephen A., man. Just sit out. Sit out the year, dude. Quit costing your team. Just sit out the year, okay? Because if you don't want to be there, that's going to rub off on everybody. That's going to rub off on rookies. And just sit out, okay? Just sit out. He's a phenomenal basketball player. Let's not ever get that twisted. He is a phenomenal basketball player. But he's not clutch. He doesn't work hard. He doesn't want it. And he's shown over these last few months just how selfish of a player he is. And either sit out this year or hopefully Houston can find a team to trade him to. I don't get it. That's that's a big problem down there in Houston, okay? Memphis, Denver, don't worry. You'll be just fine. What I would have to say about Denver, though, Jamal Murray, bro, you got to wake up. Like, you got to wake up. You got to start playing basketball. You can't wait until game 15, game 20 to start hitting your stride, okay? You have to come out and do this at the beginning of the year, all year. He has to average at least 25 to 30 points for Denver to be at the top of their talent, okay? Jokic came out balling. Michael Porter Jr. has come out balling. Jamal Murray, I don't know where he's at. He's in my A, okay? You can't have a game where you go 4 for 12, another game where you go 1 for 9. You can't have those games, okay? He has to figure out what he's doing who he is, and play that way. Jamal Murray could be a walking bucket, but he has to want to do that, okay? Dallas, don't worry, all right? When they get Porzingis back, Dallas could be a top three seed in the West, okay? So don't worry about Dallas. Do not worry about them. What I will say to worry about is Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway Jr. has all the talent in the world and just doesn't come out and play that way. He doesn't. He doesn't attack it. He isn't aggressive, and that is very sad because that means he's just wasting the potential and wasting the opportunity with this Dallas Maverick team, okay? He could be their third best player. Easy. Easy. He's a walking bucket. He needs to go back to those days where he was with the Knicks and was getting 20 a night. That's the type of guy he has to be for this Dallas team, okay? If that means he needs the ball in his hands a little bit more off of – 
high screen and rolls. I don't think Luka has a problem with that because that just makes the game easier for Luka if he has somebody else that the defense has to respect because right now the defense doesn't respect anybody else. They don't. They respect Luka, and they respect that they can hit a shot here and there, but they don't fear anybody else on that team until Porzingis comes back. So, Tim Hardaway Jr., I need you to wake up too, man. You got to come to the party. You got to come ready to play. He has not come ready to play at all this year, and that has to change, okay? Phoenix Phoenix is doing exactly what we thought they would do with adding Chris Paul. Chris Paul has not played a good game yet, and Phoenix is still winning games, okay? When Chris Paul finally gets that system down and learns everything again, Chris Paul is going to make Devin Booker look like a perennial all-star, Okay? Chris Paul has been the missing piece for this Phoenix team for a long time. Phoenix will be in the playoffs. Oklahoma City, woo! <laughs> they had a postponement. They didn't win a close game against Charlotte. Oklahoma City fans, do not worry. I know you're like, golly, I thought we traded everybody so we could tank and get a top pick in this loaded draft class. Cade Cunningham, don't worry, man. You still you won't be that good this year, okay? I love the Thunder team. I love the organization. I think they build young talent very well. They won't be that good this year. I I said it the other day. They're going to be a competitive tanking team. They're going to be a team you don't want to play because they're going to play hard every night, but they just won't have the talent to win games, okay? So don't worry if you're a Thunder fan and you're like, we're supposed to tank this year. What the hell are they doing? Don't worry. You'll be fine, okay? You'll get a top 10 draft pick, okay? Don't worry about that. Um, and that is my weekly update for this NBA season. The key thing about what I had to say in this weekly update is do not panic. It's one week. Okay. Most teams probably play three games. Most teams play two, one week. Don't worry. Don't panic. Teams will start catching their rhythm again, and we're going to see great basketball. Okay. So do not panic. Once again, my name is Cedric Turner. I am your host. And if you want to check out more episodes of my podcast, you can catch them on Apple and Spotify. And if you're an Apple listener, please leave me a rating, a review, anything that you would like that would really help me develop my podcast better and produce more things that you guys want to hear and you guys will actually tune in to listen to. So thank you again for listening. I'm always gracious for anybody who will take time out of their day to listen to me talk and rant about basketball. So thank you again. My name is Cedric Turner. You have a blessed day. Peace. We out.